Welcome to the Whatever Podcast with Mark Deal. Hey folks, thanks for stopping by. Uh, this is the Whatever with Mark Dill podcast, and tonight I have my daughter Letitia with me, and we're doing our, our hopefully, maybe an annual holiday season uh, podcast. Uh, so maybe you've gotten tired of, maybe you watched all your Christmas movies, probably not yet, but maybe you're tired of watching White Christmas Miracle on 34th Street, all the normal Christmas movies that you've seen a thousand times. Maybe not. I've already watched some, none of those, but we've we've already started watching some of our Christmas movies. Jingle Jangle is a new one that we, we've started watching every year. We've watched Die Hard. We've watched uh, Charlie Brown. We've watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, there'll probably be a couple more. We haven't watched The Grinch yet. But maybe maybe you're looking for something a little bit different, a little bit darker. So last year when uh, Letitia and her family were still staying with us, we watched I don't I don't know how many bunches and bunches. <laughs> I have no of, idea. It was a lot <laughs> of Christmas horror movies. Some really good, which we're going to talk about tonight, and some which were oh they were horrible. Uh, sleigh bells. Do you remember sleigh bells? I was going to ask if you remember the name of that one. <laughs> yes, yes, that yes. was that was awful. And as me and my dad have had lots of conversations about, I like all movies. So if I don't like something, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it, it was. And there was another one that we started, and we quit five or ten minutes into it. I don't. I remember what it was. It was a Santa Claus one, but. I don't remember what it was, but we're not here to talk about the bad ones. We're here to talk about the okay. ones that we love. Actually, no. I was thinking okay. about the other one that you can't remember the name of. There was some fighting in that one. Sleigh Bells is the one with the um, theme park yes. that's shut down. Yes. And while it was a horrible movie, it was also enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, I mean, laughably bad, but. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember the name of that other one. <clears throat> so, like I said, we watched a ton of movies, and we had some that we really liked, and those are the ones we we're going to talk about. We've got one, two, three, four, five that I've got listed as our, our five favorite. There's a few more that we would recommend that we'll talk about, and then there's a few that I've watched this year that she hasn't, so we'll talk a little bit about them, too. So the first one is uh, Better Watch Out. It's a 2016 psychological horror film directed by Chris Peckover, starring Olivia DeJong, Levi Miller, and Ed Oxenbold. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing those right. But Ashley, played by Olivia, travels to the suburban home of the Lemurs, Lemurs uh, to babysit their 12-year-old son Luke at Christmas time. And what 
seems like your typical home invasion slasher movie takes a slight, no, not slightly, a very dark, evil turn. Yeah, it takes a very creepy turn. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how much we want to discuss of plots and oh I figure that we're going to go some spoilers we probably will <laughs> um, and what the spoilers if you if you look the movies up online and see the synopsis it's going to give you some of the spoilers anyway so we are just going to talk about the movies I will say on this one if you have ever wondered what really happens <laughs> if somebody throws a paint can at somebody's head like in Home Alone. It is not, it's not pretty. It's, no. <laughs> it is not, it is not how Home Alone portrays it. <laughs> yes. You, you get to see a, several, I think, Home Alone type stuff yes. in it. And uh, yes, it is a bloody, gory. This <laughs> is what would have really happened. Yeah. So do, do we want to talk about the, the plot of it? Yeah. More yeah. of it? Okay. Uh-huh. So, like I said, girl was hired to be babysitter for... The 12-year-old. Now, the 12-year-old has a crush on her, and he tries to seduce her while watching a movie. And then, I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on a lot of stuff since it's been a year. And then, his best friend shows up, and then the home invasion starts Seems like a rock or something is thrown through a window with a message on it. Yeah, a, yeah, a brick is thrown through the living room with a message, and so then you think that the twelve-year-old is trying to be the hero, and they go and get like the gun upstairs that his dad is hidden under a bed. And anyway, the twelve-year-old is not a hero. The twelve-year-old is a creep who was trying to trick her into liking him and then when that still doesn't work he gets evil yes and then the boyfriend shows up bad things happen to him yeah now it does take another turn you think you think she ends up getting killed yeah you think that she 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 fights back you think she gets killed uh, but she doesn't, and uh, it has a happy ending. Well, <laughs> I don't know that I would call it happy. I think that they're like she lives. That's yes. good. Glad that she fought back um, and was smart and was not the typical horror movie girl. That yeah. Um, but then. I don't, the, I, I there's don't, an opening for a sequel. Yes, because <laughs> I, I don't think he got his come up and sir, he, no. justice or whatever. So you hope, yeah, you hope that he does, but you're not sure that he's gonna. Yeah. So that's that's number five on our list. We both enjoyed it. It was creepy. I'm just saying the paint can sticks with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you're into that type of movie. Give that one a try, but it is it is bloody and gory. Uh, the next one is a movie called Mercy Christmas, and I love this one. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and give something away? Yeah, um, we are a fan of things that end in cannibalism. Yes, apparently, 
It's a big running joke that anytime we're watching a TV show, does like, and then they ate people, and that's what happens in yeah. this one. This is what it actually turns into. So yeah, this is a, this is a 2017 horror comedy movie directed by Ryan Nelson and starring Stephen Hubble as Michael Brisket. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just caught that. He's a lonely office worker who meets the perfect woman and believes his Christmas dreams have come true when she invites him to spend Christmas with her family. Yeah. So the basic plot is this guy works at some company. It's not Christmas Eve yet. It's the week of Christmas. Christmas party is going on. He's still in his office working hard. The boss comes in, uh, compliments him on how hard a worker he is, but then drops a bomb on him that he has a meeting on the 26th. He has all these reports and spreadsheets and all sorts of stuff that he needs to make him look good. And Michael Brisket is the one that's going to do it. And so Michael reluctantly agrees. But he also uh, invites his boss to a Christmas party that he's having the night before Christmas Eve. And the boss is like, nah. Yeah. But when the assistant comes in and leaves all the stuff for him to start working on, she sees the invitation. And so that night, he's at home. Nobody shows up to his party except her. And so it's a little awkward, but she stays. And apparently, they hit it off real well. They enjoy the same things about Christmas they're having a good time, and uh, she invites him to come spend Christmas with her and her family. And he's kind of reluctant at first, but then he agrees and thinks he's hit the jackpot. He thinks he's finally going to get the Christmas that he's always dreamed of. And it looks like it for a little while. It does, you know. Well, you get to see some of the other stuff going on that he doesn't. Uh, you get to see. Yeah, you know, you know how it's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you kind of get a hint because the first scene <clears throat> is before it gets into the regular movie, is him in some room that looks with blood splatters screaming help. Oh yeah. 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 I, so you know. Yeah. Uh, but there are. This is a family, and they are big on family traditions. And Christmas and the holidays. Uh, only trouble is, their big tradition is they are cannibals and they eat people. That's very <laughs> ritual feast for Christmas. Yes. This one, there are other people trapped, yes. right? Yeah. In the basement. It, it, it starts out with you seeing uh, three other people getting kidnapped he's the only one that gets invited the others have gotten kidnapped and they're all loners uh that apparently don't have any you know really friends or family and nobody's going to miss them so yeah there's a there's a young uh black guy i don't know but he's he's he gets knocked in the head while he's trying to hawk some some tickets for a game uh there's a female bartender uh that hates christmas and then there's a guy in a wheelchair 
Do you remember those people? I vaguely remember yeah. them. They now, fight. They fight back. Well, the the old guy in the wheelchair doesn't. He's the very first one that they take back and butcher mm-hmm. and take part of him for. I forget what what he what delicacy he's part of. I uh, remember. Yeah, but then the the young guy. He's the next guy that gets uh, chopped up. And they cut his legs off because they yeah, won't, they but won't. then he comes back yeah, later. He, yeah, he, that that doesn't kill him. That, they're surprised when later they find out he didn't die and they tie uh-huh. him up. Uh, but you get back to Michael, no, yeah, Michael, and he gets there and they all greet him and having a good time. They serve a meal and it's ribs, and he loves the ribs. And then they're having some eggnog because he likes eggnog. And about the time after he's drank the eggnog, his boss walks in, who happens to be a member of the family. And uh, I had forgotten that. Yeah. And then the next thing, he he kind of passes out, and then he wakes up down in the basement with the others. Anyway, it's disturbing. It is, but it's it, funny. It, it is. <laughs> it, it it alternates between some slapstick violence uh some gory violence some really funny stuff and then some dark stuff uh one of the things i like about the family is after one of the meals it's a pre-christmas meal uh, but they're watching i guess it's christmas eve that they had a meal too but while the the daughter is preparing the meal because the mom died the year before. And this is her first year to be in charge of fixing the the Christmas meal. So she's real nervous and stuff. But they've eaten the, the pre-Christmas meal and all the guys have gone in to watch a basketball game. They're watching a ball game. And then the grandmother comes in and says, it's time for church. So <laughs> they all go to church. You know, <laughs> uh, that's one of their... What they do, what you do on Christmas Eve, you go to church. Uh, so, yeah, it bounces back between really hilarious stuff, really gory stuff. Uh, but, yeah, they fight back. Uh, oh, one of the things they do with Michael, since he's there, the boss still needs him to have those reports done. Oh, for, I forgot for, about that. For, for, <laughs> for his meeting after Christmas. So he has him all tied up with Christmas lights, and he's undone part of it, and he's tucked it down his shirt so he can shock him and is making him uh, work the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah. If you really like dark, dark, dark comedy, and you don't mind a little cannibalism. <laughs> um, Mom was not a fan. No. <laughs> I don't think mom was a fan of most of these on our list. I think she thinks that it's disturbing yes. that <laughs> we like them. <laughs> She's watched some of them. Yeah, she, she, I don't think she liked that one. Uh, the next one is A Christmas Horror Story. Uh, 2015 horror, anth- horror Anthology. I love anthology movies, especially horror anthology movies. Uh Set in a small town of Bailey Downs on Christmas Eve. Uh, three teens, the the stories that kind of intermix together. 
three teens sneak into a private school to shoot a documentary where a horrible murder took place a year ago. Uh, it does not turn out well. Uh, a couple with a young child goes into the woods to cut down a Christmas tree. Child goes missing temporarily, and what comes back is not very nice. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. You remember these now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then a dysfunctional family visits their rich aunt and incurs the wrath of Krampus. We'll talk about Krampus later. Uh, and then what is seemingly a section that doesn't really fit with these other stories is Santa Claus battling zombie elves at the North Pole, uh, which I really like that section. But And all this is interwoven with William Shatner, Doing a great job. I love William Shatner in this. <laughs> who does? Who can't? Who doesn't love William Shatner? <laughs> yeah, especially when he's playing William Shatner. Yes. Uh, as the local radio DJ working the Christmas Eve shift, uh, he says some funny stuff. Some. Yes, this one was really good. I liked all of the separate stories. It was sad though. Like it, the, it was. the ending it, this, is this sad. Is, this is a sad one. This this one isn't a happy ending movie at all. Uh, and I had, I don't know if I noticed it when we first watched it how they were interconnected. The three teens that sneak into the it's a a private school that used to be a convent where uh, and they had a section for pregnant teens that had been hidden away and that's that's where the murder happens and and that 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 story is disturbing and gets dark yes it is it, that I, I found that one very disturbing but the girl that <clears throat> gives them the keys to get in mm-hmm. is the girl from the dysfunctional family traveling to the aunt's house. oh and the couple with the young child the cop uh-huh. In that is the one is that the goes one to in the had, who had found the couple that had been murdered mm-hmm. a year ago. Well, so, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. So that's, that, that's all ridiculous tied in together. that I missed it the first time. So yeah, I the first one, the teen sneaking in. I I don't even really want to talk about that one. <laughs> you can talk about it if you want. I just like it's it's dark. There's there's some rape, and there's some Jesus imagery, and yeah, it's if you were not squeamish, but if you're, I don't even want to say easily offended, because I mean it's offensive. Like it, it's just dark. Yeah, it's dark and sad. Yeah, uh, the second one, the couple, but creepy. Were, yes, it is creepy. It's very, very creepy. creepy. Uh, the couple with the young child, it's the, like I said, it's the cop who had discovered the bodies the year before and he's had, he resigned from the police force, I believe, and has had trouble since then. But him and his wife and young child have gone to the woods to cut down a Christmas tree and that, and they have to climb over. A fence that says they do some no, trespassing. no trespassing. The mom didn't want to do it, but the dad was like, oh, come on. It's way out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to find it. So they find a tree. They're hauling it back, and they're talking, and the kid's walking behind them. And then 
apparently he hears something and wanders off and by the time they notice there's no sign of him so they go looking and you know they can't find him and then they finally the dad sees a, a big old tree with a hollowed out part in the trunk and looks in there and the kid's in there so they get him out they're great to see him and they go home but that is not not he, their kid it's a very the the fable or not the fable but the myth of the fae the kidnapping yeah. yeah except more demon yeah than yeah fairy so then yeah so they're back at their apartment trying to celebrate christmas uh bad things happen the the dad kind of loses his temper is uh, wants to whip him. You know, there, there's some, some issues there and, uh, it doesn't turn out well for the dad. Uh, the guy that has the farm, the property where the changeling lives calls the lady in the middle of the night. And it's like, this is what you have to do. Yeah. And, uh, so, there's some violence. Does it work out? I don't remember. It works out for her and the kid. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work out for the dad, and it doesn't mm-hmm. work out for the guy that owns oh, the property. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. You think he's kind of a good guy? Kind of? But I'm not so sure. Um, because of the what happens mm-hmm. and the way she gets the kid back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like he has them trapped and enslaved. But... He does. But maybe for a good reason. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So, you got that one. The dysfunctional family um, with Krampus is... I enjoy that one. You enjoyed that one? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's a mom, dad, son, daughter. They're heading to... A rich aunt that they haven't seen in a long time. She was estranged from her sister. Uh, they get there, and he's basically there to try to save his business and try to talk get a some business money from her. deal. That doesn't work out. the The younger son is he's a creep, you know. Uh, breaks a Krampus doll slight statue something and uh they end up the the old aunt when that happens it makes the butler handyman whatever extremely upset and uh she immediately uh runs him off says you've got to go you've got to go home get out of here now and so they take off. They're driving down the road, down a back road, snowy road. Something runs in front of the car. They swerve, crash, and they're stranded out in the middle of nowhere. So then they take off through the woods. And Krampus, what ensues is being chased and killed by Krampus. I like the twist in this one, though. I won't give away oh, the twist. Okay. But there's a good twist. Yeah. It, it, well, what eventually happens is 
all the family's killed except the daughter, and she makes it back to uh, the aunt's house mm-hmm. and has a battle with Krampus. Mm-hmm. And the aunt knew what was happening. Yes, she kicked him out for a reason. Yeah, and so yeah, we we will <laughs> we won't tell you the end of that. You'll just have to watch that one. Yeah, I like the end of it. I like the twist end of it. This one was very like uh, creepy magazine. All the old horror anthology comics and stuff, except not done comic booky. I don't know about any of that. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's like creep show, except not with the comic aspect of it. I believe you. I yeah. just. So then the last one is Santa at his workshop. And like I said, you. you you don't see this one coming until no, you don't. Because it's all these. You get bits and pieces of these all interwoven through the thing, and you have uh, Santa's getting ready for Christmas, and the elves are you know they're going through all their checklists, and you know it's a happy elf land. But one of the elves is sick, and, and into a zombie, and turns down cookies, and yeah. He, uh, Santa's a good fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's an ongoing battle between Santa and all of his elves. He he kills all of them, and then you know at near the end, he thinks he's won- beat all of them, and he's looking for uh, Mrs. Claus, and she's turned into mm-hmm. to one, and he has mm-hmm. to kill her, and then so. He's getting, even after that, he's getting his sleigh ready, and the doors are banging, and it flies open, and it's Krampus, and he has a battle with Krampus. Uh, Do we want to tell how all this ends? No, I don't think so. I think by this point, listening to William Shatner and the DJ, you've kind of got maybe an idea of how this one ends. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this one, yeah, there's, there's no happy ending in, no, this one kind of hurt my heart in all of them. Uh, you can kind, you know, the, this functional family one is one of those happy endings where everybody's dead except one person, mm-hmm. you know, she's still alive, but I did, uh, one of the things I found interesting when I was writing some of this stuff down, uh, I didn't think anything of the name of the town, Bailey Downs. But it turns out that that is where Ginger Snaps, the film, takes place. And it's also in an episode of Orphan Black. Oh, you know, I haven't watched Orphan Black. I've watched like... A few episodes. I was real sad when I realized that it was not a British show. Yeah, I was too. (laughs) And I didn't, I haven't forgiven it yet for that. I need to go back because it's supposed to be really good. (laughs) That's we were watching British stuff. Yeah, and it was on the BBC. Why is it not a British show? (laughs) So yeah, same for me. So then the next one. Is one of our very favorite ones. This, this is on my, I will watch this every year. Yeah. It's, it's one of my new Christmas annual movies. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. No. Uh, 
It's Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. It's a 2010 Finnish, Finnish fantasy action horror film written and directed by Jomari Holander. It's about people living near uh, Corvin Tenturi who discover the secret behind Santa Claus. So since it's finished, there it is... There is a sequel? I'm sorry. I'm uh, reading your notes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a sequel to that. You didn't read all the notes. Oh, okay. There was a short film that this is based on. Oh. And then there's a sequel to the, the short film. Well, I'm going to need a sequel to this and, one. <laughs> and, then, and then this one. Uh, like I said, it is finished, so it is all in subtitles, so you got to pay <clears> attention. Uh, and we're... You should read the subtitles. Yes, you have like, to. We are, we're very much don't don't do the dub over. No, no, that <laughs> I, I've found very few. Yeah, that I I like. Also, we've discovered that we really like Nordic horror movies. They do horror well. They have a, a different view of Christmas stuff. <laughs> also true. Yeah. <laughs> I have another uh, Nordic one to talk about later that you haven't seen yet. So you you want to describe rare exports? Can you describe rare? I don't exports? know that you can. I will say that it there's a there's a twist, and I did not I did not see it coming. It was very much like oh well, this took a weird turn. Yes, <laughs> and it was great. I will say. That there is one scene where there are hundreds of, of naked, naked old Santa Clauses, Santa Clauses skinny Santa Clauses, running across snow-capped mountains. And it is <laughs> hilarious and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Their, their view it's of Santa, Santa, Claus is isn't, Santa Claus isn't the happy, fun-loving, gift-giving Santa Claus that we know uh, yeah, so they ha- they have real they have like our version of Santa Claus, uh-huh. and then there's another. He has an evil other side. That it what is the rule? Like if you do something, then he's gonna come and put you in his bag. Well, that's that's what Krampus, Krampus. That's what Krampus is. This isn't Krampus though. This is just the. The ancient Santa Claus that they have that is oh, trapped no, in a you're mountain. Right, you're right. Okay. Because the little boy has been reading um, history. He's trying to figure out because he thinks something bad is yeah, happening. And yeah. he is right. He is. <laughs> and nobody believes yeah. him. <laughs> this, one, this one has a happy it, a ending. Happy, it, it does. I think there's a few folks killed along the way, uh-huh. but the main characters all all live, uh, and yes, it <laughs> it is a happy ending, it, it and it leaves room for a sequel, and I'm gonna need it. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Okay, here here's the synopsis that I have: a young boy named Yeah, I'm not even gonna say the names, and his friend think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered the tomb of Santa Claus. However, this monstrous evil Santa, much unlike the cheery St. Nick of legend, when his father captures a feral old man in his wolf trap, the man may hold the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing. So, yeah, it it is dark for a while. And then, yeah, it takes some, some twists and some very weird turns and ends up with... Uh, 
Happy, happy ending. ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would recommend you go, <laughs> you, you find it online and uh, watch it with an open mind. Again, <laughs> my favorite on the list outside of the one we're about to talk about next and on my annual rotation now. Yes. I wonder if I can convince Steven to watch this one with me. I don't know. I might have to come back over here and watch it with you. <laughs> That's, that's fine because I haven't watched it yet. I I meant to try to watch it last night. I watched last night. I watched Mercy Christmas, a Christmas horror story, and the one that we're getting ready to talk about. And by then it was midnight, and I didn't want to start another <laughs> one, so I didn't. So the top one on our list is Anna and the Apocalypse. Uh, if you if you're friends with me on Facebook, you probably already knew this one was coming. I even posted a song from it today. Uh, I but, listened to it yeah. in preparation for tonight's yeah. podcast. Uh, it's a 2017 Christmas zombie musical directed by John McPhail and starring Ella Hunt. A zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy little town of Little Haven at Christmas, forcing Nana and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival facing the undead and a desperate race to reach their loved ones. But they soon discover that no one is safe in this new world with civilization, civilization falling apart around them. The only people they can truly rely on are each other. Uh, I mean, it has all of our favorite things. It is a musical. Yes. It is Christmas. Yes. And there are zombies. And there are zombies. Uh, how and, can you go wrong? <laughs> and it has a very Buffy-ish turn in it. It does. Uh, and it's our favorite kind of ending and that we like realist realistic in the sense that we are talking about a zombie musical yes um but realistic and yet still hopeful yeah. but it's not it's not a all wrapped up happy ending yeah. now, that doesn't make sense with the rest of the movie now this one kicked me in the stomach when we first watched it because I'm expecting a happy, fun bunch of teenagers fight and sing and kill a bunch of zombies and then all of a sudden it takes a tragic Yeah, there were tears. There were lots of tears actually the first time like Well, I cried last night watching it. Uh Uh-huh. A couple times. Because it is really sad, but we should have known there is literally a song at the beginning called No Such Thing as a Hollywood Hollywood. Ending. (laughs) It's telling us. And we were still like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. And then it doesn't stop after that one. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's not even the hardest one. I don't think the, the friend and the girlfriend. Yeah. We're just saying, while there is some hope at the end, a lot of people die along the way. Yeah. And but it, the songs are great. Uh, there's there's some uh, kind of, uh, oh, what's, what's a, a zombie movie? Sean. Shaun, Shaun of, the, of Dead. the Dead. Oh yeah. There, there's a scene, a scene kind of like that where <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's on her way to school, got her headphones in, dancing and singing. And chaos is happening around her. Uh, yeah, there's some, there's this one. There's a lot of humor in it. Yeah, 
along with the really sad. Yeah. I will say that um, there's a song. There, there's a there's a high school um, talent the show. Rap? Um, well, no, I mean the rap is ridiculous, oh. um, funny, but. Um, Oh, the inappropriate song. The, there is one, I mean, what's the name of it? I'm going to have to look it up. It's that that time of year. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, is, there, and there are inappropriate responses in the audience. Um, not out. Not, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, it's that time of year. Um, is one of my actual favorite Christmas songs now. It is hilarious. It is um, dirty. Sexual. It is dirty. But it's so and it funny. Inappropriate. And inappropriate. But it sounds like such a nice yeah. <laughs> Christmas song. It yes. does. It's my favorite. I love it. <laughs> this is. It was an interesting movie. We watched it last year still in the middle of the pandemic and watching it this year, still dealing with COVID, you know, the idea of a mass situation like this, one of the songs that really spoke to me in this one is, uh, what was the name of it? So they're at the bowling alley, a human voice. Oh yeah. And they're, you know, they're all trying to look on online on their phones at the internet and stuff. And, it's a song about just wanting to hear a human voice. And I, I thought that was very, very touching. And mm-hmm. When did it come out? Uh, 2017. So oh, okay. Is, so a few years before the yeah, pandemic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, that one is good. And then the, the last song... Um, I will believe. I will believe. Yeah, is is my favorite song of the movie. Well, I, I like uh, the one, uh, the Buffy, the Buffy song. Uh, one hell of a show. Is oh yeah, the, the one right it? before it. Yeah. I listened to those two on yeah repeat. Those are very much like when when I'm really sad about the state of the world, <laughs> like put those on and sing them as loud as you possibly can. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, you you should watch that. You you should ignore the fact that it's a Christmas zombie musical if you're not into any of those things. But you should be. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> I'm disappointed that if you're not. <laughs> so, so there 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 are five top movies from last year. I will say so. There are a few that we didn't talk about. We did watch the miniseries of. A Christmas Carol, but that's not what it was called. What was what was it? It was it was a very creepy version of the Christmas Carol. I mean, the Christmas Carol is well, that, a ghost Christ- story. It is the original Christmas horror movie. Yeah, but what version of it was it that we watched? It was so good, and who knew that Emily Cratchit was a witch? <laughs> I I do not remember that oh, at all. No. We're going to have to watch it. We, it's so good. We will good. have to find that and watch I mean, it. A Muppet Christmas Carol is still my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. But yeah. this, is my second, <laughs> this is my second favorite version yeah. of it. And it is, it's, 
yeah, it's a mini series, so it's not just one. Um, and it's yeah, huh. it's good. I, I I don't I don't remember that. We'll have to look that up. So then I have I have a few movies that I've watched this year that Letitia hasn't watched and gotten around to. So I finally watched Krampus. Uh, I'd been wanting to watch it, but I didn't ever want to pay for it. It wasn't ever on Netflix or Hulu, and uh, I, di- I didn't want to pay the the three or four dollars to watch it. Uh, but I broke down and did. Uh, I'm glad I did. So. Krampus is a 2015 film directed by Michael Dortry. I'm not sure how you say the name. But he is also the guy that wrote and directed maybe my favorite Halloween movie, Trick or Treat. And the reason (laughs) there wasn't a Trick or Treat sequel was that he went off and did Krampus and uh, hadn't gotten back around to the other. Maybe he will. And... And it'll be all right if he doesn't. Sometimes movies don't need sequels. Well, uh, Krampus did come out in 2015, so, I mean, he's had time. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt he's going to make well, there, a there's, sequel there, for you. <laughs> there are still all sorts of talk about okay. it. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't think it will happen. Uh, but this movie, it stars, got some big names, or kind of big names. Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David Koshner, Allison Tolman, uh, Conchita, Conchata, Conchita Farrell, I love her, uh, is in it. Uh, I did find out that Seth Green voices one of the, <laughs> I don't remember if it's the evil cookies or one of the <laughs> other, it's one of the, one of the evil henchmen of, of Krampus. Uh, so the, the plot is when this, uh, Dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays. Young Max gets disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Meanwhile, this lack of festive spirit unleashes the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for one another if they hope to survive. And it is another one of those that alternates between hilarious and sad and violent and gory. Uh, But, yeah, I kind of loved it. I tried to get Rory to watch it because there's nothing in it that she couldn't see. Uh And the violence isn't any more than she has seen. Mm -hmm. And she would find parts of it funny. She likes violence. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Um, my kid is fine. <laughs> she just likes she she likes pranks. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna talk I did I was hoping that Letitia would see it because I wanted to discuss the ending and the meaning of it and what her thoughts on it were. I'm very there sorry, were, I have not had time to watch it. There yet. were a couple of twists at the end, and you know, the first time it twisted, I was like, "Oh man, it's going to be a really happy ending. This doesn't need to be a happy ending movie." And then it took another twist, and then another one, and then it's kind of an ambiguous ending with some people believing that it meant this, and some people meaning thinking that it meant this, and 
we were going to discuss that, but we won't now. I'm uh, sorry. Maybe I will watch it, and we can discuss the meaning at our next annual Horror <laughs> Christmas podcast. Yeah, because I will watch it again. And we've got some that we watched last year that we are not talking about that will. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them. They, they didn't make our top five. And maybe some of them might have edged out, you know, once we've we've, we've remembered them because we were talking about them earlier, trying to remember some of the movies we watched. Some of them might have edged out uh, Better Watch Out for our fifth spot, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, Krampus, like I said, it's, it's kind of funny. You have... Folks getting attacked by evil Christmas cookies, which is hilarious. Uh, a jack-in-the-box. Uh, I think there's a, a teddy bear. Uh, uh, what else was there? There was a, a toy angel or something. Uh, lots of sacrifices made along the way. Max realizes it's his fault, tries to undo it at the end, and you just, you just need to see it. It's it's a funny, gory Christmas movie with the anti-Santa Claus. <laughs> so another one I, I watched was, uh, was on Shudder, made for Shudder, uh, The Advent Calendar. It's a 2021 French film directed by Patrick Redermont. And uh, it's in subtitles, so you have to pay attention unless you know French, and I don't. Uh, It's about Eva, an ex-dancer, is now living in a wheelchair, unable to walk, when her friend Sophie gives her an old wooden antique advent calendar before Christmas. She soon realizes each window contains a surprise that triggers repercussions in real life, some of them good, most of them bad. Now Eva will have to choose between getting rid of the calendar or walking again, even if it causes death around her. So it's one of those that once she started it, started it, started started <laughs> it, and ate the first piece of candy, the message on that was you had to finish all of it or I'll kill you. Oh. That, that was one of the rules. <laughs> and so... It's an evil Hallmark movie. Yes, it is. Like, <laughs> if it was a Hallmark movie, it would be about finding your true love at the end of it. Because there's, I actually watched one last okay. year about the advent calendar. So this is the opposite. Yes. <laughs> yes. What did she choose? Well, that the ending is kind of ambiguous. Uh, I'm not sure how much I ought to tell on this one. I guess I, I'll, I'll spoil it for you, some of it. Uh as she goes along, she comes to different ones. You know, they do different things. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of them. But the important ones, there are ones that if she eats, it has it has a Bible quote about Jesus saying, you know, when he's talking to the cripple and has him rise, you know, stand mm-hmm. up. And when she eats that one, her legs start working uh, for not permanently because mm-hmm. you, know, you have to go along and to keep doing that. There's, there's some good stuff in there. She finds 
uh, a boyfriend that she falls in love with. Uh, I will tell you that she ends up having to sacrifice him along the way. You know, <laughs> uh, everything comes with a cost for her to to get her legs back permanently. Mm-hmm. And at the end, it's a choice on doing that. Or what? Well, what I'll tell you is, this advent calendar gets somehow passed to somebody new each year. And at the end of it, when they've done the last one, they have a choice on, in her case, walking again or throwing it away, throwing it away or something. And everything, none of this happened. The, The people that have died, Mm-hmm. are still alive but she is back in the wheelchair in the wheelchair so what did her friend sophie gain oh no sophie picked it up in a a shop and oh, bought okay. it for her. okay she meets the person that had it the year before uh-huh. and that's when she figures out what is going on and because they they find a painting in it and with his mind and uh, I'm not going to tell you what the painting was of, but she goes and finds him and finds out what choice he made. And then, she, so she records, she puts a message in it before the end for the next person mm-hmm. to kind of give them a heads up of what it's about. But it ends with you not knowing actually which she chose. Mm-hmm. So I liked it. I've, I've seen mixed reviews on it, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. The other one is Elves. Uh, not the, there's a old horror, horrible Christmas horror movie about elves. Uh, but this is a 2021 series on Netflix. It's Danish. So subtitles again, which like I said, unless you speak Danish or whatever they speak. Is it Danish? I don't know. We should know this. I'm going to look we, it up. We should. Uh You'll need to read the sub- subtitles. It's a it's six epi- episodes for. I don't know if there'll be a season two. I wouldn't think so. It is Danish. Yeah. Yes, okay. because Denmark is the country. <laughs> okay, Danish is the language. <laughs> yeah. We're horrible Americans. We you know are. what can I say? So, hoping to reconnect over Christmas, a family of four travels to a remote island in the Danish archipelago, uh, only to find it controlled by members of a strongly religious community. Living in balance with fierce creatures in the woods revealed to be elves, real monstrous beings that inspired the folklore and myths we all know. When the girl in the family finds and brings home a baby elf, uh, which they accidentally ran over, uh, that's why it's it's hurt and she's having to take care of it, uh, she inadvertently disrupts the balance and throws everyone on the island into a life-or-death battle for faith, family, and pure survival. I am looking forward to this one. I haven't yeah. watched it yet, but I'm going I, to. I enjoyed it. It's another one that got mixed reviews, but I liked it. Uh, I do have some questions. This family rented this house on this island. Why would this island, the people there, knowing what's there and what they're doing, why would anybody rent 
their house to somebody. Yeah. True. I don't like it when the the whole plot of a movie rests on a conceit that doesn't make any sense in world. So that would probably bug me. Yeah. It did it bugged me a little bit. It's like why would they be here? Why would these people why when they got there, why would the people say make them leave? Now they did tell them to stick to the coastal road and they did strongly tell them when they saw the fence around the woods tell them to stay away from the woods but of course they ignored that especially the girl I was irritated at the young girl a lot but she was a young girl Uh, young kids I don't know how old she was uh, do stupid things you know that is true. I'm shaking my head like y'all can see yeah. on a podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed it. Another one of these, Nordic. I really, I like the way they think apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least when it comes to horror. Yeah. They they have not Disney-fied anything. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then I saw one that I thought, oh, I'm going to love this one. Creep Show Christmas Special, Shapeshifters Anonymous. I like Creep Show. I like shows like that. Uh, this one, a man suspects that he's a werewolf and he seeks out others of his kind at Shapeshifters Anonymous and tries to find out if there's a cure for his condition. Unfortunately, Chris Kringle is a, is sworn to wipe out all were-creatures and he and his army of helpers <laughs> pay a visit to kill him. <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that sound like a movie that I would love? It does. And the first part of it I did, when he first meets these people... He thinks he's a werewolf because, you know, he's woken up and he thinks he's killed people. And uh, these folks, there's a guy that, well, they soon let him know that not all shapeshifters are werewolves. Everybody, when they find out that they're like that, think that they're a werewolf. Mm -hmm. That's not always the case. One of the guys is a a werepig. He turns into a pig. Wouldn't you be mad about that? Well, one of the others, <laughs> the, the girl there, she's a were cheetah. No, oh, now that one would be cool. Uh-huh. She enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> the other one was a were tortoise. <laughs> and when he well, changed, I mean, he... he spent his time eating leaves. <laughs> and then there was a lady there that she wasn't aware anything. She was uh uh a cosplayer of, uh, <laughs> she liked dressing up as a hippo and dancing around. She she was a she was a she, furry. Yeah, she was a furry. Yeah, <laughs> she was a wannabe wear hippo. <laughs> uh, so the beginning part I thought was hilarious, and then once uh, the fighting started. It, it was just it was disappointing. It was disappointing. It was over the top, dumb. Mm-hmm. Now that's hard to say. That it, <laughs> <laughs> I got disinterested because it got dumb. <laughs> but so, well, I, it, it feels very much like sleigh bells. Yes, <laughs> but I'm I still d- going to encourage y'all to go watch. <laughs> I, I I didn't really enjoy the ending. I thought the ending was very disappointing mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, when the 
all the fake Santas, you know, the Santas that you see at the mall and ringing bells, those are all the Santas that come to. Oh, that they're part of his army. His army. And then the real Kris Kringle shows up and he's wearing armor. He looks kind of like uh, Iron Man Santa Claus. And he's got long, sharp. Do they explain why yes, it is Santa's responsibility? Yes, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they explain all that. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, now, as far as other new stuff, there is a a series on uh, Hulu uh, called Into the Dark, and it's an anthology. And they have different movies for all the different holidays. Uh, I found Into the Dark back in November because I wanted to do a show about Thanksgiving horror movies. But there aren't any good ones. Yeah, there aren't very many. Now, I did watch two on Into the Dark, and I did like them. One is Flesh and Blood. Flesh and Blood, about uh, a man and his daughter. She has agoraphobia. That's where you you won't go out of your house. Uh, her mom was killed the Thanksgiving before, and they they never caught the killer. So she has not been able to go outside. And then through a series of events, she begins to believe that. Her father is the killer. And so it's a movie about that. Uh, you know, not super original, but uh, Delbert Mulrooney, is that his name? Something like that. I know I know him, I just can't remember, remember his name. Uh, is wonderful in it as the, as the father. Uh, I will spoil it and tell you, yes, he is the killer. Uh, and then there's another one called Pilgrim, which I really liked. And it's about a family that's having some struggles. Uh, and the mom uh, hires some pilgrim reenactors to come spend Thanksgiving with them. And they show up, you know, dressed as pilgrim and acting like pilgrims. And it does not turn out well. So, I would I would suggest that. Dermot. Yes, Dermot. Mulrooney? Yes, yes. The guy from my best friend's wedding. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if if you're interested in some Thanksgiving horror, I, those are a couple good ones. Now, do not, under <laughs> any circumstance, watch Thanks Killing. Uh, that showed up on some lists, and I think I I found it on YouTube. I don't think I could find it on anything real. Uh, and and I knew going in that it was a horrible movie. One of their advertisements is uh, we show boobs in the first minute, and it does. Uh, <laughs> that have no no <laughs> no rhyme or reason. There's a it's back in Pilgrim days, and there's a Pilgrim lady running through the woods with her top down, being chased by a foul mouthed anthropomorphic turkey who kills her. And then you jump to modern days and you have the standard uh, college Q 
kids going home for Thanksgiving break. You got the jock, you got the slut, you got the nerd, you know, there's five of them. And there's killing by this foul mouth anthropomorphic uh, turkey. I forced myself to watch 20 minutes of it, and then I, I couldn't take any more. <laughs> that's that's a long time. It was. I think it I was. <laughs> five minutes in. So. I've been like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. There, there's, a, there's a dearth of good Thanksgiving horror movies. <laughs> so. But back back to which is unfortunate because like there's some good material to make some good Thanksgiving you would think, horror you would movies. Think so. Uh, so back to our Christmas ones. Uh, there were several that we watched that, even though they didn't make our top five, we would recommend seeing them. And like I said, some of them are close to making it into our top five. Uh, and we were talking about them when when Letitia came over earlier. We couldn't re- really remember names of some of them, so we had to go look for them. One of them is Holiday Hell. Uh, it is an anthology one, and there's a Jeffrey Combs runs a little uh, shop of oh, weird yeah. stuff, and a lady comes in right at the last minute, needing a a special Christmas present for her sister. Yes. For and her sister. So she, everything in the shop has a story. And so she's going through and picking stuff up. And then he tells the story of it. And they're all horrible stories. Yes. Um, they're, they're all haunted artifact objects. Yes. Is that what yeah. you would call it? Yeah. Yeah. And they they all end up kind of intertwined, and, uh-huh. uh, and it ends in a ritual sacrifice. Yes. <laughs> so hey, that could be a Thanksgiving. That's what Thanksgiving is—a ritual that, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the best the best Thanksgiving horror is the Buffy episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, I I liked it. Uh, I I love Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator and several other horror movies. Uh, I don't remember all the individual stories and, you know, and with an anthology, you know, each story, there's varying degrees of quality and which ones you like, but I would suggest checking that one out if you're looking for something different. Do you remember any from that one? Um, that one is one where there's a girl who is taken in by like, she's, I'm not going to be able to remember it enough for it to be anything other than rambling. So yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, we 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 did like it, but like I said, we watched thousands. Okay, maybe not thousands, <laughs> but we watched a bunch. So some of them get. I mean, blended multiple together. ones a night for the month of December. Yes. I think. Uh, <clears throat> the other one was Unholy Night. It's another anthology one, and a nurse at a hospital meets an old man in the hallway and. He tells her stories. And that one has a very good twist. I like it. But again, I don't remember enough of the individual stories to tell you. I I remember her story. Um, Her family, her dad and her 
siblings died um, when she was young. Her mom is, um, you see their relationship. You think that mom is kind of overbearing and ridiculous and like you're offended for the girl. And then you find out why. And you're like, oh, no, never mind. Mom was right. (laughs) (laughs) Mom was right. Um, Is that the one that also has the, where one of the stories is another one of those family that's big on tradition and it's a, it's a cannibal one. And the little, the boy is turning the age where he gets his first, um, Gunner, bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Crossbow, I think. Yeah. And the mom is like very against it. She doesn't want it to happen, but it does. And then you find out that it's the ritual is that when he gets all the boys in the family, when they get to be a certain age, have to kill someone. um, And they would eat them for dinner. And he does not want to do it. I vaguely remember that one. That one, that one was good. Yeah. I like cannibal stories. <laughs> um, which anthology or which movie is it where the couple that don't really know each other very well go to the play? And it is the weirdest I, play I don't, I don't know. in history. I, like, I, it is, we're going to have to find it so we can tell you what the name of it. That one was so weird. It was. Um, it, and I look for it tonight, <laughs> but I, I couldn't find it. Um, and the they're watching this play, and the play is real, real awkward. And it's just like three people on stage. Anyway, and then it'll fade into stories, and you don't realize that it's the play going on. Or at least you don't at the yeah. beginning. Um I don't know if that's one one that I would recommend, though. I don't know, but except for the one, one of the little plays in it is where they get abducted, and they have to relive um, Christmas. Christmas, as the aliens are trying to learn something and about humanity, and I just find that one little (laughs) one very. I find that one good. I don't know if you would want to watch the whole thing for that one little clip, but. We will have to find that one again. Um, this I haven't watched yet, but I'm excited about it. Um, Silent Night. Yeah, with I was going to talk about that. And it, it's out now. It came yes, out the came third, out this, but... I haven't watched it yet. Is it online, or do, is it one that went as strictly in theaters? Oh, I, I thought it was... Well, I just assumed that everything is on Hulu or Netflix, and so that is what I thought. But let's see. Yeah, I, I was wanting to watch that one. Amazon Prime. Oh. Okay. Well. Yeah, so I will be watching that will, one this we week. We will watch that. So I've got one more listed down here. I don't know if... did Do we recommend this one, The Sick for Toys? No. It's, I don't it's, think you recommend it. it it's, uh, it's another... It's not a cannibal one, but it's one where, you know, somebody gets invited home with folks and things don't turn out well. I I don't remember if we really liked it or if we didn't. 
Apparently, we didn't like it enough to remember it. Well, it, it's one, like, even though we've been talking about cannibalism and you would think that we don't have any, like, lines that not to cross, <laughs> um, it, it's it's very rapey and it just, it gets... It, it was. It was very creepy under your skinish. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. We don't recommend We don't that recommend one. Sick for Toys. Uh, I'm sure there's others that we watched that uh, if we could remember from a year ago uh, that we would recommend. But these are the ones that cream of the crop, I guess, <laughs> that, that stayed on our mind that, that we really enjoyed. Um, so I looked it up. It it was A Christmas Carol. It was the miniseries that was released in 2019. Um, FX. And it's with, um, well, where did it go? Where did it go? Guy Pierce and Andy Circus. Really? Yeah. I can't believe you don't remember this one because it was so good. It's three episodes. And again, um, Mrs. Cratchit is a witch. I mean, it's that's a very small piece of it, but I, I vaguely remember that now. Yeah, yeah, it's a really it's a really good version. It's a cr- creepy, yeah, version it, of the Christmas Carol. No, no, creepy isn't the right word. Anyway, it's good. Okay, so we suggest watching that one too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and rewatch that one since I don't. I just vaguely remember it now. Uh, so there you go. There's a good list of, uh, Christmas horror movies to get you started. Uh, I hope you'll, you'll go out and watch some, you know, you, you can't watch a white Christmas over and over and over. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you can. Some people like it. Uh, so that's it for this show. Uh, until next time, uh, Rory wanted to be on this podcast, but, she hasn't watched any of the horror movies, so we told her no. But now she's <laughs> wanting to be on a podcast. So we've we've come up with some ideas for some future podcasts. So maybe I'll get better at this, uh, be a little bit more consistent, and we'll be back. So we will talk to you later. Bye.